Hi, welcome to the Halsey of Mark podcast show. And today I'm talking about Hedy Lamar, her 1940s bombshell invented Wi-Fi. Hedy Lamar, the star of MGM, called the most wonderful woman in the world, had two of the most kept secrets in her lord. One of them, she had never escaped before, until long after her career was over. The other, the press took a little interest in at the time. A new documentary about Lamar's life released in Capri's both stories, one about sex, the other about science. In the innuendo of its title, Bombshell, Lamar's story is one of a brilliant woman who is consistently underestimated. It also gives us the clearest possible illustration of why the on-screen representation matters of all parts that Lamar was given to play, none of them as fantastic or inspirational as a real as a real life. The actor was born Hedrick Kaiser in Vienna in 1914 and was given a surname, new surname by Louis B. Mayer when she signed for the MGM in 1937. He named her after the studio's silent era vamp, Barbara Mayer. Intending that her dark, heavily laden beauty should remind people of MGM's sizzling back catalogue, not her own. Back in Europe, she made a film that was not too hot for the MGM's family values ethos. Gaftov Makarov's Ecstasy, 1933. Starred a young Hedy as a frustrated bride who finds fulfilment in an affair with a young man. She appears completely nude. Forms is probably the first on-scene female organism. Or female organism. The Mars herself said that moments in this love scene were prompted by the director shouting instructions and sticking her with safety pin. But the effect in this atmospheric, heavily symbolic and near silent drama is markedly intense. Film was banned in the US and screen illicitly there for years. And no matter how many hits he had, MGM. Despite the studio's effort, Lamar was frequently referred to as the Exity Girl. Although she achieved international fame as Hollywood movie star, Lamar was not satisfied by acting. In a trailer between takes and staying up all night at home, she practiced her favourite hobby, inventing. In an audio recording using Bombshell, she discusses her love for science, failed experiments, effervescent cola tablets, her success, including streamlining her lovers, Howard Hughes, racing airplane, and have I have don't have to work on these, he says. They come naturally. The Mars' greatest scientific triumph was intended for the U.S. Navy during the Second World War, but he's using modern-day modern wireless communication, a secret communication system, using frequency hopping to guide radio-controlled missiles underwater in a way that was undetectable to the enemy. It's a Mars brainwave, as some say she'd seen a sketch by, of a similar idea in the office of her husband, the Austrian magician's manufacturer, Friends Menendol. She developed it together with a friend, the composer George Antel. The patent was granted in 1942. The military took the idea, as the documentary reveals, eventually used it, but Lamar was advised that she could get, would make a greater contribution to the war effort as a pinup rather than an inventor. Entertaining troops pushing war bonds, as the documentary notes, sending kisses. The Mar invention didn't become widely known until the end of her, li- li- her life in the late 90s. 
Since then, the news has spread that she become an icon of women's science and comic books, plays, and time when Lamar was making big films in Hollywood, missing out even more, more including Tessabank and Gaslight. The press kept writing about a love life, six marriages and six divorces, for slutty, kittenish looks. Anything but invention, despite the fact that it had actually been public, made public in 1941. The National Inventors Council leaked the story to the press, leading the US, used it LA Times to call Lamar a screen silent inventor whose invention, held secret by the government, consists of great potential value in the National Defence Programme. The story disappearance, and by 1945, a version pictured magazine referred to the Mars intelligence. It was talking about discovering new headdress. As the Mars aged, he became a joke. Even the ghostwriter of her memoirs turned them into something so fictional, false, vulgar, scandalous, libris of a scene that she sued the publishers. Lamar's biggest movie roles, from Samson, Delilah, to Seafood Girls, like Cargo, an experiment perilous. Paratrice displayed her overaction, her characters over, over, often eroticized in a nod to her European heritage with beautiful creatures to be looked at, absorbed, absorbed by the male gaze, and very little to say. Lamar herself was partly defined. Dammers, standing still and looking stupid, understood all too well why no one wanted to hear about science work. It didn't fit MGM's marketing initiative. The credo of the Georgia Davis, Gina Davis' intuition on gender media is, if you can, you see it, it can be. And that's why it can be a clearer example than the Moors why on screen representation matters. The Mars full story had been told while she was still working, or she ever played a woman as brilliant as herself in a film. Perhaps a relationship that the star had relation that the star had praised as one's beauty is wouldn't be quite such as what well, a bombshell. This is a whole remark podcast show and you talk I've been talking about Hedy Lamar, a nineteen forties bombshell who invented, who held a vent, oh, Wi-Fi.